0: Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Friday's the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son, Juicy, or in this episode, Juice son, Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die, Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. Break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food. And try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is producer Martin, and I would like to take this opportunity to apologise, specifically to Jacob Rees-Mogg. There was a hot mic situation during the chaos at Parliament the other night, and I said some things that I regret. I called him a <coughs>, a lying <coughs>, an absolute bag of <coughs>. Uh wit with no f**king idea what the s**t he's f**king doing. And for those words and others which uh, I don't feel I should repeat I have reached out to apologise at the start of this podcast This is me reaching out now I hope the apology is received well and we can move on
1: Welcome to the show which makes no apologies This is Non-Censored and I am Harriet Langley Swindon Hello, this is Harriet Langley Swindon sharing the best bits from this week of my very popular radio show. We are recording this intro at 11 o'clock on Friday the 21st of October. It won't be published for another half an hour, by which time everything will be out of date. I honestly don't know who I am anymore. I don't know where Martin is. Currently, at the time of recording, Jacob Rees-Mogg has just backed Boris Johnson. He says he's the best candidate. He's a Eurosceptic. He's as good a Brexiteer as I am, he says. And he consistently opposed Rishi Sunak's tax hikes and has the character to be a leader. Oh, no. Sorry, wait. No, hang on. No, he said that's what he said about Liz Truss. Um, But, I mean, to be honest, he can probably just do a copy and paste job there. Now, the big news is, once again, we are wondering who will be our next Prime Minister. The Conservative members voted, of course, for Liz Truss. That didn't work. So now the MPs are giving it a shot. Now, this is, dear listeners, this is democracy. If, if you don't like it, you just keep voting, voting, voting until you get the result you want. That's something I wish the Ramonas would understand. Now, we have a lot to get through. I mean, what a week. We have some money-saving tips on the show. We have an interview with the comedian Mark Steele, an interview with the Prime Minister. But to give you our most up-to-date segment, we spoke to our senior political correspondent, Ishan Akbar, in the lobby on Thursday. Let's take a listen. So we are joined by our new senior political correspondent but you'll all know him uh, Ishan Akbar hello
2: hello harriet can i just say thank you so much for this opportunity
1: how have you been finding it i know martin sorted you out with a lobby pass um Absolutely. Really, really organized we, well, we, uh, yeah. You know, we don't do things half-assed in well, this we, show.
0: We have a little no, no, bit no, of not, sway, not sure, we have no. a little bit of weight. Every now and then we can sort these things out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you, thank
2: you for bringing my weight into this. I Thank you for sorting out to the pass. Um, I managed to make my way into Portcullis House, which, as you know, is just right by the actual Houses mm. of Parliament. And it, it seems like you didn't quite get the full clearance I needed because uh. I, I've just been in the lobby for the last six hours and... Although I told them it was a lobby pass, they seemingly just got me to
0: work here on on security. Oh, oh, yeah. so it is. It's the it is a lobby. So they. I, I mean, I I wasn't mistaken in getting you a lobby pass. It was just the wrong. Lobby, I mean, I think yes.
1: To, to, to be fair on Martin, that's that's quite a quite an understandable mistake. Lobby pass. You did get a pass to the lobby, just not the, you know, just just the, the, lo- the lobby lobby.
2: Nevertheless, you know, I'm a professional, Harriet, as you well know. I've earned yes. my, my position fairly and uh, I've done my bit and really taken stock of the events of the last few days, hours, minutes, seconds. Everything keeps changing. But I have to say, when you do work on security, you really get a peek behind the curtain as to what's happening here in the, in the little corridors of government
1: or the oh, lobby really? of government. Do, do tell us, what sort of things?
2: There have been a lot of murmurings as to who the potential successor for the late Liz.
1: Yes, obviously friend of the show, it'll be a shame to see her go, but we've got to move on as a country and there are some Absolutely. exciting options ahead.
2: Absolutely, and just as there was with the late Queen Elizabeth, somebody who'd been waiting for a long time, unelected, rose to king prince charles it seems that one of the candidates that may be making a return who of course has been waiting to be prime minister for a long time has already been prime minister a certain boris johnson has emerged as a very potential
1: wonderful do you think he could be coming back
2: well it seems you know although he's currently on holiday in the caribbean nowadays, he deserves it
0: Jamaica? No, nope, Martin. Uh, I didn't what? make anyone. No, I was going to make it. D- d- sorry, just pretend I didn't say that. I'll edit it out. I think he's.
2: he's <sighs> well, he's currently on holiday in somewhere in the Caribbean, uh, and he's told everybody that he intends to stand as potential leader once again of the Conservative Party. So that's. He,
1: one he was. He, he was forced out. I mean. The MPs, they cruelly kicked him to the curb. We've all well, done they this. We've their broken minds. up
2: with someone and regretted it immediately. thought, oh, actually, they were my soulmate after all.
1: Yes, and he made sure, me laugh. Che- that's what exactly. they'll say. He
2: made me laugh. And sure, he cheated on me multiple times, but when he was with me, it was great.
1: Yes, that's beautiful. Well, so far, from what you've said, I'm gunning for Boris. I think you're right. I think it is. Yes, he li- he lied. He lied a bit, and you know, gaslit the country, and all these sort of uh, rather sort of soppy excuses. But he also he was fun. He made us laugh. Crucially, he got Brexit done.
2: Crucially, Boris Johnson doesn't like tofu. So
1: there we go.
2: We
0: could I could I just ask yeah. though? As popular as uh, Boris Johnson might be, am I not right mm. in thinking that he may be a little less popular with? The uh, conservative, uh, well, the people that will be voting on this leadership election,
2: no, 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 they're very divided as to whether or not they like Boris as a potential candidate, because, of course, as Harry has said, he was already ousted by them once. So the other candidates that are potentially standing, Rishi Sunak, who you know, of course, um, yes, unsuccessfully ran for leadership against mm. the late Liz Truss. It'd be interesting to see whether the Conservative Party members do think he remains a viable candidate, despite losing to someone who was only able to serve in office for less time than Brian Clough did when he was manager of Leeds United. And they no, made please. a documentary about that.
1: OK, listen, in future, if you could not bring football into the conversation, because I don't like okay, it.
2: sure. I'm so sorry.
1: But Rishi Sunak, I mean, the members obviously decided he wasn't right for very good reason. I mean, when you look at Liz Truss, obviously she was the better choice. And that's Absolutely. what worries me. They chose Liz Truss with good reason. So now we're looking with what we're looking at the the sloppy leftovers.
2: Well, I wouldn't call the sloppy leftovers. There are two very viable female candidates: yeah. a certain former Home Secretary Suella Braverman. Braverman. Oh, best lawyer in the man. world. Yes. Yes. There are rumours that she may well be interested, in, and I and I heard this as as Jeremy Hunt was was leaving Portcullis House. And he made it very clear he wasn't going to stand. And 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 it seems in the conversation that Suella may emerge as a potential candidate, um, as well as uh, uh, PM for PM, old Penny Mordant.
1: PM for PM, yes, I, I suppose. I suppose it's nice, but she's she's a bit, you know, she's a bit, um, she's she's a bit, um, a bit, bit wokey on some issues, Penny.
2: Well, you know, I think she, she's she's no, trying that's... to show a more compassionate side of the Conservative no. Party. And no. uh, she may be no, a more compassionate candidate. No, and also, I, I did ju- I just hear one of the IT guys, he was actually complaining that he had to reactivate the Penny wardent for PM
0: website. Just for people that didn't watch the, the, or pay very close attention to the leadership race last time, will they have to go back and watch the first round of videos to understand the second round of videos? Are we in a sequel situation Will people be able to wear the yes, merchandise very much they so. from the original run during this second race?
2: My understanding is that if people
0: are to be able to make an informed
2: decision, it is advisable mm-hmm. that you watch the first release so as to understand what the second release is about. Yes. But may I just take a moment to talk about some of the other more left-field candidates? the bookmakers Yes, please and, do. Uh, some of the people. A certain Michael Fabricant, they say that he is uh, a good middle ground between Boris with the hair. Yes. You know, yeah, similar hair, sure. And... Rishi with the stature. Uh, right. Right. And pretty with the thoughts.
0: Or lack thereof, you I know, someone was yeah, asked I mean...
2: if you could build your perfect conservative party leader
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and
2: you had to go for policy, yeah. looks, yeah. height and dress sense. Yes. It oh, that's would quite, look that's like, like Microfabricant.
0: Fun, it's quite a fun game, really, isn't it? Um, so
1: he, you, you think he's actually the ideal Tory prime minister, and he's what the country needs.
0: Well, absolutely. I think there's a
2: familiarity
1: to. Also, he's very good on social media. He's yeah. been on TV shows, a dating show. He's not afraid to put himself out there.
2: <laughs> it's less, it's Fabry can't, more like Fabry can.
0: And I think that's <laughs> the slogan right there. I think that's that's gonna oh. be the slogan right there. Okay. Um, oh, we just, could
2: we just witty. rattle through a few other potential options? Harking back to the past, a certain Jacob Rees-Mogg may well emerge.
1: And the thing we know about Jacob Rees-Mogg is he's not afraid to put people in their place. He got those MPs into the chamber, he manhandled them, yeah. he said, no, no, you know, maybe we need a bit of that in office. I have to if say, a, blo- a, bit a bit of, of tough paying. love
2: with a Mog PM and Therese Coffee Chancellor duo, I think could be something... We're I'm with you here, Ishan,
1: and I think what could be what could We all need a mug of coffee. We.
2: Do... <laughs> Sorry, I
1: that's just brilliant. I don't
0: know how... That is just brilliant. brilliant. Is that a joke? Uh,
1: so You're so funny. You're such a funny man.
0: <sighs> There's, yes, definitely very good jokes happening. We've got to talk about uh, Ben Wallace, of course. Um, and what do you oh. think the chances of him uh, stepping in? Is there anything that you've heard <laughs> Anything that you uh, you might have well, picked have up, Julian? Uh, is the there thing, a reason? The thing I've picked why... up in
2: the lobby is that Ben Wallace is very much seen as the sexy candidate. He's yeah. a very sexy man. Yes. And yes. I think some people are thinking, well, perhaps what we need to do is go for a bit of eye candy. Well, but then
1: Ishan, why didn't he run the first time? I mean, we well, all wanted it. Thing. We all wanted Ben to. When
2: you're When you're sexy, you don't lay your cards on the table immediately. You just stay back, make yourself... More desired, you stay in the corner in the club, and everybody sees you and like, oh, who's that? Oh, it's Ben Wallace. He's the he's he's in defence. He's he's a sexy potential candidate. And slowly, mm. as the club lights slowly make their way round, suddenly Ben emerges. Wow. So,
1: you think that that's that's the only reason Ben hasn't run because obviously there's no other reason why he would run it is that he is too sexy. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. There is no other reason.
1: Well, look, all we know for sure is that anyone commenting on this, even even a day ahead, is going to look very, very silly. But the future is bright and luckily it's still conservative. Thank you so much, Ishan, for joining us for this segment. Well, it's been a shocking week. I mean, Thursday's events were a real shock, weren't they, Martin?
0: Oh, absolutely. I don't think anyone saw that coming. No um, one saw it coming. Although, in hindsight, uh, looking back to the interview that we had with the PM on Wednesday, there were some indications that we we could have picked up on.
1: I don't like hindsight. I'm not Labour, but let's take a listen. We're joined now on the line by our Prime Minister. Prime Minister, hello.
3: Hello, Harriet. How are you?
1: Oh, um, right. Sorry, uh, Jeremy Hunt, Uh, I can see you're here. We were actually expecting to get the Prime Minister
3: on, on the show today. It may have been passed to me because that's sort of my nickname around government.
1: Right, right. I see. Okay. No, that's that's fine. Um, we are nothing if not adaptable on this show. So, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll just continue with the questions I have, and we'll we'll see how we go. Yes,
3: very good. Uh, and just if anyone is wondering, uh, the prime minister is safe and well.
4: <laughs>
1: Brilliant. I, I'm sure our listeners will be relieved to hear that. Mm. Um, so, so chancellor, um, oh, here's my my first question, uh, prime minister. Are you still in charge?
3: Yes. Uh, I, I think the Prime Minister, who has uh, not been maimed in any way, uh, would, would ask me to say that, yes, uh, she's still very much in charge, charging forwards uh, with us at her back and sometimes just, just in front of her. Uh, very much still in charge, yes.
1: Oh, wonderful. Um, and is it true, can you reassure our viewers that you were not hiding under a desk?
3: I think the, the brand of Jeremy Hunt has always been very reassuring. Uh, and I can reassure that that Liz yes. has never hidden under a desk. Um, she she prefers to stand on the desks. She's, a, oh, yeah, she's a very popular person.
1: Right, I've got another one here for the Prime Minister. I hope you don't mind just going you know, to throw it, it at you. It might be easier
3: me just answering as if I am the Prime Minister. Would that be helpful? Sure.
1: Actually, do you know what? That would be really great. Thank yeah. you. That that makes my life a lot easier. I can't do this sort of double think. It's just no. it's not in my it, it not is hard my, to think uh, about two
3: things at once. Yes.
1: It really is. It's, it's not something anyone should have to do, let alone a, a journalist like no, myself,
3: nor a politician like myself. No.
1: Well, Prime Minister, um, let me let me uh, thank you very much. Jeremy Hunt has all but completely scrapped your mini budget. What is the point of you?
3: Look, I must say that Kwasi Kwarteng's mini budget, for all the talk, it was actually very very funny. It was a very amusing thing to put out there. Now. Mm-hmm. We are left in a position where the only option that I'm going to have to put forwards as prime minister, we are going to have to start killing some poor people. That, it, it sounds like a drastic right. measure.
1: Well, it is, it is tough times, isn't very
3: it? Very tough times. Very, very tough times. Ah. And we have to do something.
1: So are we looking at a return to austerity, but with an added death
3: toll? You can look at it as a death toll. Or you could look at it mm-hmm. as the number of people living in a difficult cost of living crisis going down.
1: All R- oh, right, um, oh wonderful! Because you know
3: we're here to look after vulnerable families, and th- the fewer vulnerable families there are, the easier it is to look after yes. them. it's quite simple oh, economics, lovely. really.
0: Yes, um, Miss, yes Mr. that Hunt, sounds that you, sounds really good. If you don't mind me just jumping in there, um,
3: no, no, not at all, Marvin
0: um oh, thank you <laughs> my name <laughs> this is quite exciting <laughs> um, not that you are uh, yeah anyway um <clears throat> some people believe that the government's role is to um not kill the public uh, how would you respond to that and that perhaps maybe you should um uh, make the maths work so that people aren't dying
1: Maths is important. I, I will say Martin's got a point yeah, there.
3: Maths is, is very important. Look, when, when I became Chancellor, I said nothing's off the table, which is another way of saying that poor people are on the table. If right. you don't want uh, pu- the public to die, are you saying that we shouldn't get involved in, in wars? Are you saying that the people in Ukraine should be left to die, Marvin? Is that what you're saying?
0: Uh, Martin, you
1: shouldn't say that. I they don't deserve
0: that. I didn't say that. I mean, I'm not sure we should be involved in wars where we can help it, but um, I, 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 I don't
3: think I, I think can. we should be involved in wars where we can help. I think that's an awful thing to say. Really, <laughs> look, this is it's a purely economic thing. This is not about people. It's about money. And the foundations were set a long time ago. When I was the health secretary, I started this process of very slowly trying to, you know, get rid of. The people who are sort of mm. a burden on society, you know, nurses, uh, the poor, the poor people, nurses and poor people are sort of uh, one and the same, thanks to somebody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jeremy, that's very witty. That's very witty. And true. And true. Um, now, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I once again, I'm slightly thrown, uh, but I'm just going to plow ahead with my questions Lovely. here. Now, Suella Braverman uh, resigned yesterday. Mm. Uh, now, this is hot off the hills of only a few days ago losing your chancellor to a new chancellor. What well, What is happening? I mean, she says she resigned because of sending an email from a, a personal email account. But there is talk that actually you came to blows with each other and there was a big argument. And she left because she doesn't think you're very good.
3: Uh, right. Uh, this is I mean, this one. I mean, I, Jeremy Hunt, am very good. That, uh, this is a this was right, no, for liz i see it is confusing sorry i
1: that i i understand okay here. um none of, none of us are improvisers and i'm sorry it's it's um it's confusing what we're doing
3: yes and i i would also mm. say that um it, you know braverman has gone to the the big rwanda in the sky she's she's over and that's her choice i it was her choice to leave and I think there's a lot of talk of Tory rebels at the moment. And I would encourage people not to think of them as those sort of disgusting rebels from Star Wars. Because mm-hmm. we, sorry, they, the, the Tory rebels, they are, more, we're more like the Empire. I think that's the way of looking at it.
1: They're, they're more, they're more they like the are. Empire, not, the, not we. Yes, the they rebels. are. Sorry,
3: I'm yes. obviously, of course.
1: Yeah, they're the rebels. You're not. You're no, not no, 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 God's no.
3: I, uh, I'm here to stay uh, at least till Halloween. I would say the prime minister, she can get out of the basement at any time. That That is clear.
1: Okay. She, she, she's, she's, she's fine. She's,
3: Jere- she's Jeremy, healthy and happy. Yes. Marvin, yes. If, if you don't mind me
0: jumping in, um, just to clarify, um, in, in this situation, if you are the empire... Uh, and, and not the Rebels. Could could you just give us a little bit of clarity on uh, who the Ewoks are?
1: It, it is important that we, we have a clear picture no, of when it comes to analogies. Clear. So the, the, the Ewoks
3: is. are sort mm-hmm. of, um, I would say they are, most probably, you know, they're dirty, quite small, not very well respected. I think yeah. they're probably the the just stop oil activists is who the Ewoks probably okay. are. Yes.
0: I, yeah, I thought that might be the case. Yeah.
1: Who are usually quite
0: hairy as Incredibly
3: well. Incredibly hairy. Um, They don't really make mm. a difference. And whenever they speak, I just hear high pitched wailing.
0: And of course, it's the, the anti-growth coalition, of course, are the ones causing the problems. And um, I don't think I'd be going too far to say that they are Jar Jar Binks in this situation. You know, nobody asked for them. They're they're causing trouble. There's definitely a bit of a, a a dark element to them. Mm -hmm. And they're probably a bit, a little
3: bit offensive.
1: Martin, I know we like to flesh out our analogies on this program, but sometimes I think you
3: really do take it too far. Uh, What was the problem with Jar Jar Binks? He was one of my favorite characters.
0: Ah, that, that explains a lot, actually. Yeah, I can see, I can see where your ideas came from.
3: I'll ask Nadine Doris about it. We're still in touch. Anything I don't understand culturally, I still go to her.
1: Now, let's not have anyone saying that non-censored doesn't take the cost of living crisis seriously, because this week we had some wonderful money-saving tips from Avarisha Money Cash from the Daily Telegraph, didn't we, Martin?
0: we absolutely did um she came on and gave some pretty wild suggestions hopefully some of them will be useful to our listeners and i believe if i'm not mistaken she also threatened the life of my dog um which is always uh always interesting to hear different opinions on the radio of course um but 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 even even when they 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 don't always um
1: make- indeed
4: Patricia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Hello. So, honestly, Harriet, on an absolute honour. Um, oh. I, I, I listen every day.
1: Oh, wonderful. I mean, I love that. We love to get fans of the show on. What you can bring to the table is some really quite useful tips that I think a lot of people just won't have thought
4: of when it comes to this cost of living crisis. Thank you, Harriet. The thing about this cost of living crisis is we need to band together and we need to yes. share knowledge, actually, because a lot of the time we're trying to do this a When actually this is a time Mm -hmm. we can really bring back that sort of war spirit where everybody shared a ladder, you know, Um, maybe we can share, uh, share a blanket or two together. Because let's think about that. Let's think about that. How many blankets, Harriet, do you have in your cupboards?
1: Oh, so many, so many, Avarisha. I
4: mean, uh, they fall on me every time I open the cupboard. Well, exactly. So you're opening your you're opening your cupboard, you're seeing your sort of 100% wool um, mm-hmm. or uh, well, Af- Afghan Cashier. hound, whatever it is your your blankets are made of, and maybe you've got four or five, maybe you've got six or seven, I don't know how many spare rooms you have, but you're not using them every day. So why not go out into the street and just ask people, do you need a blanket?
1: I would I, but I, I don't really. I don't want to really give away my my blankets, uh, Avrisha. I mean,
4: you know they're, they're, I, I really, I want to kind of, you know, look after the people in my house. I right. Don't, uh, well, that, that's absolutely up to you, Harriet, and that's the thing to remember about all of these tips. Because when people come back saying these tips are not relevant to me, I say, fine, that's not a tip for you. Okay, so that's not one for you. You're not going to share okay, your blankets. Right, You're going okay, to keep your yes, blankets I don't want for to give yourself. Play blankets. No. <laughs> no. So, um, notes <laughs> to everyone listening: Do not knock on Harriet's door asking no. for sorry, a blanket. Sorry, I can't. I can't. <laughs> They're there for me and my my family. And only. that's it. We do need to think of ourselves first. It's very much like they yes. say on the planes. You yes, know, I like don't that let t- your child breathe until you can.
0: Oh, what beautiful!
4: Absolutely well, beautiful.
0: I mean, y- yes. I, I've got to say, sometimes it's not even uh, not even family members that get those blankets, is it, Harriet? I mean, I, I was quite chilly. Uh, I remember last Christmas, I came round and um, you sent me outside to fix the uh, the drain, and uh, I, I I caught quite a bad cold, and I said, "Oh no, please, could I have a blanket?" And you you said they weren't for me. Um, so uh, no, you know, Ma- the idea that Martin, charity no, of charity starts course at home. They is,
1: weren't for you. You didn't you. You didn't need them anyway. Uh, you had you had one of your dogs on you.
0: Well, I, I and didn't, it is a dog-eat-dog
4: world, Martin. They would say, wouldn't they? Oh
0: yes, I, I suppose they would. But I, I, I'm very much and
4: some of us will be eating idea. dog actually during this cost of living oh. crisis. So
0: oh. actually, we could start with your dogs. I
1: think if we maybe we cook some of your dogs and give them to people in the no, street I, I'd be all right with that I don't that. think
0: that's I don't think that I look I already give a lot to charity I I feel very um you know compelled whenever I walk past someone in need uh, sometimes on the way to work I end up giving out my lunch uh, and that's that's a nightmare because I
4: which is funny isn't it Martin that you you feel compelled to give out your lunch whilst you're walking your dog I imagine and there you are literally walking meat Uh, meat that could be eaten by those who need more so perhaps martin what we need to do is some some braver thinking some out of the box thinking where suddenly a dog isn't really rubbing their faces in it martin by by
1: parading your dog around like that
0: i don't think of my dog as meat
1: not yet you don't
0: This is quite a a triggering conversation, I've got to say. I I, I do care about my dog a lot. But I mean, I'm certainly interested to hear some uh, of your other tips. You're clearly thinking outside the box, Avarisha, and and we do appreciate that on on this programme.
1: Yes, Average, what would you say to one of these sort of needy, sad, poverty-stricken people who are in their house and say, oh, I can't afford to put the heating on and they don't happen to know anyone handing out
4: blankets on their local street? I would say crack out the cashmere now. A lot of people okay. say they will not wear cashmere before November because they it's a bit like Labor Day with white shoes. Yeah, it uh, feels wrong. It feels wrong. So I say yeah. just crack it crack it out. Get that cashmere. And we've we've all got it, you know, down the back of the sofa, around the corner in um, the bottom of a drawer. Uh, so yes. so just get that cashmere, put it on right now. My other top tip is move to Florida. Move to Florida. Move to Florida, yes. A lot of people say It's just so cold here. And actually, why not move somewhere sunny? And Florida, as the Golden Girls showed us, is a very warm, very warm place. Mm. So just pop yourself on a plane, get to Florida. Why not live there six months of the year, come back here the other six months of the year? That's what a lot of people do.
1: Brilliant. I don't don't know why these people don't think of things like this. I mean, it's one of those things that when you say it, you realize how obvious it is. Exactly. You have to speculate to to
4: accumulate and you have to fly to say bye-bye to the cold. Wonderful. Yeah.
1: And I mean, um, a, a lot of these people who are, are you know, all, all are so-called, it's not like they have jobs anyway. So it's not like they'd be you know, And that's a really good point, jobs. Harriet,
4: because that's the thing that stops a lot of people traveling is, you know, a, a job or a mm. sort of purpose in life. And a lot of the people suffering from this cost of living crisis aren't really living any kind of life at all anyway. Um, and yeah. so I say, turn your back on that life. You know, pop down to Gatwick uh, or Stanford, probably Luton, the people we're talking about, and just get a flight somewhere warm, live it out there. And, of course, the, um, the pound is currently still just about exchangeable for a, a, a larger amount of money. So your money will go further uh, in other places. Yes, oh, so true.
1: Even you if you're, s- you, we you could s- send s- the homeless people there, couldn't they?
0: Oh, well, I think they're already planning to do that, to send the homeless, well, the uh, the immigrants, wasn't it? refugees off to somewhere else
1: but we, do, we don't need to worry about them being cold I mean they, they're they from warmer climates they you know they can they've still you know retained some of that heat so I don't think they're
4: really an issue when it comes to being cold this this winter no absolutely I mean if I if I could um tell a story and um sorry my voice is cracking because I'm uh, feeling vulnerable sharing it oh, um I uh, when I was uh younger um, mm. My parents uh, would would put the heating on.
1: Yes, um,
4: just just for December and January. And sometimes February. Sometimes April. And mi- mm. Missing out March um, yeah. because of a, a family crisis. Um, yeah. And um, and then one year, they decided um, that we shouldn't have the heating on um, for four months of the year, but rather three. Yeah. and um it was that year that i i lost i lost my dog. How old was your dog he was um he was twenty seven years old um oh he lived years. such a life sorry is that in in dog just is that in dog years or no 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 or, hum, or, human no I guess, human years is, and that's um
0: astonishing
4: well and he had so much more to give you know yeah, <laughs> his yeah, back of course legs didn't. had been replaced by wheels. Mm. At that point, oh, and I I'm can't so help sorry. but feel like the reason I lost my dog was because the heating had been turned off for a month. So, when people criticise me and say I, I'm out of touch, I don't think they realise um, what heating really means to me. And, and the pain of turning it off reminds me of my dog dying. Um, and I've, I've um, shit. Muffy. Is it, was it was it because someone cooked the cooked cooked the dog? But, no, no one cooked. No one cooked the dog. Um, it, it the dog freeze? just it died, it and we just let that meat rot. Actually, right, I mean, no, you're right. We if, could have used. We just, could have cooked it. <laughs> we could. Have, no, yes, you're I right. Just, we yeah. could have cooked it, and then maybe so, Muffy so wouldn't sad. have been wasted. Not only did
1: the, did the dog die, but
4: it didn't. Not even for a good purpose. I hadn't really thought of it like that, mm. had
1: See, at least when we kill kill Martin's dogs, well, no, we can say okay. that that's for a greater purpose.
0: I'm I'm just gonna put it. i I'm, I'm gonna go and check on my dogs after this uh, interview is done. But uh, I, I just want to put it out. Yeah, there,
1: no, I think that's good. Say say your goodbyes, protected. and then I can go and pick them up later on in the day.
4: But you you have your time with them.
0: Stay away from my dogs.
4: Anyway, um those those are my those are my top tips. Uh cashmere, get yourself to Florida. Um yep. yeah the, the other thing I was just saying that new build houses really are much better insulated. So so um if you can, not everyone can, yeah. but if you can, just
1: buy a new house. Well, what a lovely note to end on. Thank you so much uh for coming on the show.
4: Um please come on again soon. I absolutely will, Harriet. Thank you so much for having me.
1: So we had comedian Mark Steele on the show. Very illuminating chat. We talked um, a a bit bit too much about Newport and and what you could get there for £3. But it was really quite wonderful, wasn't it, Martin? Because I thought we'd be sworn enemies. I didn't think we'd get on. He's a bit of a socialist. Uh, I'm Mm -hmm. right. You know, but actually, we really found some common ground. And it it just shows, doesn't it?
0: I, I was actually quite astounded at how uh, well you got on together. Yes. Um, it seems that the left and the right can agree on certain things, uh, although I think it would be probably best for everyone if they didn't.
1: Well, a very divisive talk from you there, Martin. Let's take a listen. Mark, it's very exciting to have you on. Now, obviously, you've had a radio series in town, which has been Mm. all over the UK. And I guess what I want to start with by asking is, what was your favourite former Labour constituency to visit?
5: Uh, Blythe, easily. That's an easy one. Uh, Harrier, it was Blythe, uh, absolutely brilliant place. Um, so there's a comic called Kai Humphreys who's from Blythe, and he told me uh, I went to meet him when I first wanted to sort of do stuff about Blythe. Blythe, for people who don't know, it's about 12, 15 miles north of Newcastle. And it's the most. It's um. It's the place. It, it was sort of the former Labour constituency to go Conservative because it was. It used to be full of shipyards and pits and all the laboury things that were, and then went Conservative. And Kai told me that he was once stood in the High Street, uh, just outside one of the closed down shops or Poundland or something, and a bloke came up to him and went, "Here, mate, do you want to be a rat?" He said, "It's it's a top quality rat, mind." Oh, and uh, and he went. It's it's got a uh, it's got a cage and everything, like. And I thought that was a brilliant starting place for sort of Blythe, really. And that when conservative, a place where people sell rats. Well, I mean, well isn't that, that, that wonderful, place. though? Isn't point.
1: that wonderful? Because you're right. Selling you what, yeah. selling rats yeah, yeah. is a
5: very kind of
1: I think a uh, left lefty enterprise.
5: No, I think it's very entrepreneurial. I think it's very small business. I've got a small business like, and as a small businessman selling rats like in you know, Eight Street, I think that the Conservatives are looking after me like and they drop corporation taxes because if this if this rat selling business like grows and uh, I'm able to sell like forty million pound worth of rats in the morning. I'll be happy that they've dropped the corporation tax, not like the socialists will take all my rat money off me.
1: That's the thing. I mean, the, you know, the Conservative Party we do look after small businesses, regardless exactly. of of what you're selling. And I think, yes, some of us might turn our noses up at selling rats, wouldn't we? But I think we can also agree that that is it's, it's still a business, and it still needs it still needs it still needs help. It needs help to grow. Though I'd like it yeah, not to go, to be honest with you. I don't I don't know how many rats oh, I, I Well, won't.
5: I do as well. Are you the part of your small business? In a similar, in a, in a similar vein, I was in Newport for the last series, oh, which gosh. I very All much places. enjoyed. And that's almost, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very sort of a, in a different area. And it's got, that's not a former lady. That's still that's very strong. Like it's that. just Newport. It's lovely. It? And there's an area of Newport called Pill, which is the poorest bit of Newport. So that's you know, the, whatever the opposite of creme de la creme is.
1: Yeah, lots of rap selling. Uh, yeah.
5: Crap the, de la crap, yeah. La poubelle de la poubelle, ah. you might say. So I spent an afternoon with a the woman there who said to me, it's very hard on here. She said, uh, I tell you what, down my make old, as You've got a prostitute down there. It's three quid for a blowy, And I remember thinking that was... It's quite good, isn't if it? If you were to go on Dragon's Den and that was your business plan... I mean, I just can't see how you're going to reach a sort of um, accountable level where profitability really, I, I'm sorry, I just don't see, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, how many can well, you do it, in a week? It
0: paints um, a, a very interesting and uh, beautiful picture of the UK that, you know, in within just a few hours drive, you can pick up a rat and get a blowy for um, maybe under 20 pounds.
1: But the thing is, I'm afraid.
0: Assuming that the rat's seventeen pounds, which I've no idea, idea. and it's also
1: I don't know. I it depends how much you'd pay for a rat. I mean, as as far as. Blow jobs go I mean I'm afraid that doesn't fall under entrepreneurial uh, businesses because sex work doesn't count as a business oh. um Ooh. no well I'm, I'm no I'm sorry mark I'm sorry that's just that's everybody this says that's uh, w- you know it's, it's a, modern
0: times and, and and people you know have a right to to earn their money in, oh, in which, please. no I, no, 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 I right. don't
1: want to hear it well, no, no right. so
0: Not so
5: full of business spirit and libertarian attitudes as as we thought. Keir Star was very, very big on the on the blowjob industry.
1: Oh well of course Um, he is. Of course he is. It's a typical socialist lefty attitude. (laughs) Let's have these women utilizing their their you know their mouths. I don't know. It's just very wrong. I it's I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. I was with you on the rats. But when it comes to blowjobs, no, no, come on. You've got, you've got to have
5: standards My issue in the is UK. three quid. I just can't see uh, three quid.
1: Well, at three pounds, you have to question, are they really in it for the money? Ah. You know what I mean?
0: Do you live to work or do you work yeah. to live? Yes, well, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's quite, a, quite a good question.
1: Age-old question,
5: isn't it? Well, I think, it, I think it,
0: yes, it's about work-life balance. I agree.
1: Yeah. Now, Mark, on to more, uh, you know, um, year issues you're on Radio 4 a lot which is lovely we all love Radio 4 so I have to ask Oxford or Cambridge?
5: Um, well uh, as someone in in the performing world then mm. Cambridge uh, would have would have been my would have been my chosen.
1: Oh but one. you you didn't you didn't. You didn't go to Cambridge. No, I no. sadly just uh,
5: missed out. <laughs> right. Whether there is anyone from Swanley Comprehensive where I went to school that ended up at Cambridge, I don't know. There probably is someone, <laughs> but I don't know who they are. Durham. That's what. Did you go to Durham? That's off the web Yeah, Durham. Yes, because Durham. I imagine if you go to Durham, they say, "Now, I know you didn't get into Oxford and Cambridge, but there is a lovely statue and a very nice river, so don't feel too bad about yourself." Of course, your parents will never fully like you again. But um, you know, yeah,
1: but it's a good you consolation know, prize. Can get
5: a, yes, and you can get a job in law and probably afford therapy. Yes, as far as I'm aware, it goes Cambridge, Oxford, Durham, Swanley Comprehensive. One
0: of the big think, four. Oh, four big four, definitely.
1: Okay, okay. See, now you're calling me out on my prejudices because I thought Swanley Comprehensive. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought it was down there with the rats and the three pound blowjobs. But actually. Mm. You've surprised me. I didn't. I didn't know it was up there with with the greats. I
5: think if someone from Swanley Comprehensive ended up as Prime Minister, they would beat Liz Trust. They would be gone within four days, and they'd have nicked all the paintings out of Downing Street, and the bedspread had been ah, the golden wallpaper, <laughs> and they'd have been into the house of Commons and had the add the mace away. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what would have happened. And then someone would be going in around the Lullingston, which is the one pub in Swanley, going, "Oh, I've got a mace." Uh, I quid.
1: Oh dear. Well, I it's
5: a very, very I reasonable I, I, rate for we a mate. Deal with any of that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it would be. I
1: mean, I'm starting think to think that Swanley Comprehensive isn't up there with Oxbridge no. and, and and Durham.
5: No, I think it's sort of a well, you know, though these days most uh, education establishments are quite. Um, they specialise, don't they? And Swanley specialises in petty crime.
1: I want to stress to our listeners that's not what you do, is it? You don't do you don't do things like that. No, no, no. I got no. out of
5: Swanley. No. Uh, I got out. You'd- I got out of Swanley when I was eighteen. Oh, there were some lovely people there. One of the things that happened to me, this is true: mm-hmm. is that now you would appreciate this, Harriet. This is very, very entrepreneurial.
1: Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. As long as it's not more blowjobs.
5: No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I've, that's oh, no, no, no. I'm only relating what the woman in Newport told me. That's not right. The, yes, of course. You know, never been yep. my area of expertise. Now, with a my mate Keith, when we were about seventeen, living in Swanley, yeah. we decided to buy a car that someone was selling down the pub, a Ford Corsair, and we bought it for 12 quid and we polished it and vacuumed it and we put a little advert in the newsagent window on a little card trying to sell it for 20 quid. So that's pretty good, isn't it? That, you know, that's the sort of thing you could imagine Richard Branson. Absolutely. Did it
1: Did it, did it work?
5: Well, this is what happened. There's a family in Swanley and uh, one of them was called Trevor and he was a notorious petty criminal and he rang up and said, I want to come and look at your car for 20 quid. So me and Keith stood there, and we thought, oh, he's probably going to use it for some burglary, I don't know. And he had a look at it, and he went, can I get in? And we went, yeah, go on. And he got in and just drove off. (gasps)
0: Oh.
5: Oh, Oh, the free test drive. He just got in, and he went, and gone. And me and Keith were sort of stood. I remember he actually got to the bottom of the road and turned the corner before we, one of us went. He's not coming back,
0: is he a harsh lesson to learn that, as a that's... young entrepreneur <laughs> <It was hard.
1: laughs> yeah, mark yeah. All, all these absolutely harrowing tales <laughs> of swanley so so how did you get into comedy? Was it a way to laugh at your tricky life of crime and doing up cars
5: uh no, I just I think like most comics. It's all you can do, isn't it? Yes. I don't think we're very good at anything else. No, I think you're if you not. Were, um... Oh, I was a milkman. I tried being a milkman, which was sort of... That's quite small businessy as well, because you're sort of... Even back then, and I think even more now, you're a sort of little bit of an independent business that gets the milk from the dairy, and you sort of sell it as you want, really. You can almost charge your own prices, you know. Uh, and and that was quite fun. But I was not very good at that, really, either. I was no good at that sort of thing. I once... Um... I once forgot a whole street. Sometimes you'd, you'd miss out one house. I, I missed a whole street. I got back to the yard. And I thought, I've got a lot of milk left today, and I've missed a whole street out.
1: No, that's not a good milkman. <laughs> no, that's that's not very good.
5: Now, yeah. I, I heard... I'm glad you, Harriet, I'm glad you used the phrase milkman and you've not succumbed to the wokeness of... Hello. Mark, or sorry,
1: would I? No. This i I'm no. I am I am very anti-woke. Milkmen's and yeah. milkmen's. And I've I've exactly. never I've never met a ma- milk milkwoman and I never want to, quite frankly.
5: What if what if there was a milkman but he identified as a milkman?
1: Oh, man? sorry. No, no, sorry, no, no. You don't get to identify yourself as anything. I get to identify you. All right. Okay. That's how it well, works. Yeah.
5: So if you decide I was actually a postman while I was a millman, I'd just have to put up with it.
1: Well, I mean, if you want to put it like that, then um, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, you have a podcast? Yes. What the F star star is going on yes are things really going so badly for you that you'd stoop to doing a podcast
5: yeah everyone's got to have a podcast these days Harriet. everyone this is victoria britain we're all individuals we're all working for our for our our own benefit for our own We've, we've all got to get out there and find work uh we're all our own little franchise and we've all got to have a podcast everybody everybody 83 year old Women who live at the post office. Oh, I've got a podcast here about 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 Melton Mowbray post office. They've that actually got does sound,
1: I like the idea of giving. Good like
5: idea. Yeah, I'd listen to that podcast. I think that would. She's she's doing arena tours now.
1: I mean, I like and the idea. My idea guest of give, giving... this
5: week is Stephen Fry. Oh, I do remember Melton Mowbray post office. Wonderful, wonderful. Oh, such delight as you handed over the stamps. Yeah, she's doing it. Read. She's doing the O two.
1: I mean, it might be a way to keep the old people occupied, wouldn't it? Give them a podcast, and then they don't have to think about how they're cold or not eating or or any of those kind of things.
5: Exactly. Instead sort of sitting around complaining and moaning about, oh, I want the state, I want British gas to provide me with energy, just because I pay for them. Instead of that, I've gone out on my own and got and done a podcast yes. and kept warm like that.
1: I mean, uh, brilliant! It's sort of you know it's our stiff upper lip uh, happening, yeah. but instead of being you know sort of not like repressing and not saying, you can say it as long as it's it's in a in a, in a podcast. Exactly. In Like my father used to say to me, you know, when I was upset about something, he'd say, "Repress, repress, repress. Never speak of this. Don't tell anyone unless you're doing a podcast." Well, he would have said that if there was a podcast, yes. you know, but it, it didn't. It didn't exist then. Maybe we should just restrict podcasts to the elderly. I mean, I, you know, they can do podcasts or they can, you know, wander around the, the garden of, of the houses raising money for the NHS and then again we can cut public spending.
5: Harriet don't you think this was one of the wonderful things about lockdown is that we realised that this was a much more efficient way of funding the NHS rather than taxes and all that. Yes we get the little old people to sort it out. Get a 99 year old to walk round and round the garden that's so much more efficient and you could also you could tailor it to which part of the year so in the summer when less people need hospitals they could just walk round and then in the winter when you need more money because more people are sick, you could have someone going, "Come on, move, you silly old sod! Yes. Come on, never mind leaning on your bloody walking frame. There's bloody dialysis machines to buy. Move!"
1: Yes, I wonderful. Um, really gets the moving, and it's sort of a tag team thing, isn't it? Like one of them dies, yeah. another one steps up to the plate. Yeah. It's just yeah. a little sort of rolling team, fun for all the family. Well, no fun for the you know the the, yeah. the old. The old contingent of the family. The, the younger ones can get involved. They can be like, you know, get moving, Granddad. I've got a charity to set up. You know, there's. It, it really can get everyone involved.
5: All of these sort of little think tank ideas of yours, they mm. will end up. They will end up being. They won't become law, but I think the current government is probably quite likely to try and make them law. Oh, do
1: you think so? there's
5: a U-turn and they give up on it. Yeah, I think so. I think they probably listen to this podcast and whatever you say, they just go, let's do that.
1: Oh, wonderful. Yeah,
5: try it. Say, yeah. Well, Mark,
1: I... I was thinking of setting up a thing.
5: time. We should time. replace the police with bears. There we are. Say oh, that. God. How much cheaper it would be.
1: Oh, replace wonderful. the police I mean, with
5: grizzly
0: I mean, bears. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I, I love can see it.
0: some potential. No, this is just wonderful. That, but, um, no, it's, I mean, I can understand why that would be a popular idea as well. Sort of old-fashioned uh, uh, law and order. Yeah. And also the long arm of the law. Bears yeah. do have long arms, so technically they could probably do a pretty good job. The
5: short claw of the war law.
1: Well, Mark, I mean, I, I didn't think I'd ever say this, but just just from some of the ideas you're coming up with here. So I actually have a little project on the site, and okay. it's a uh, setting up a think tank for the government. Because okay. you don't actually, I mean, I've looked into it, and you don't really actually have to be an expert. You can just no. have opinions. And would you like to come on board? I never thought I'd yes, say this to a socialist, to but I I just think actually you've got some really good ideas, and also you know obviously it's not what it's about with think tanks. You're you're as a think tank you want to think for the government. You can you can really influence big decisions with a good think tank, Mark. I mean, look at
4: look at what, what-
5: about the unemployed being used as fireworks? So if there's a firework display, oh, they can be like nailed <laughs> nailed to a tree, yes. and spun round. As a Catherine wheel.
1: Yes. I oh, wonderful. This, or, I, can't,
5: um, I can't
0: Or, that or, that or we could
1: put some. Um,
0: idea, it does sound exciting.
1: Or, or, or Mark. No, it does sound exciting. And also, Mark, I mean, you, thought, you know, one of the criticisms labelled the, the, the Rwanda project of sending refugees to Rwanda is mm. the money. It's, oh, it costs us so much. But if we put those, um, you know, refugees in it as a firework, they'd probably yeah. end up in Rwanda after they've sort of, had a bit of fun in the sky for everybody else
5: yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah if you could get a really good one you could fire it to rwanda Rwanda.
1: what should we call our think tank we should give Uh, it a name if we're really going to get this going let's give it a name producer martin you're um, usually good at names
0: uh i i i I, it depends what your sort of um brand wants to be i mean do do you want you want we're to, just
1: we're just helping and improving
0: well, the, the the world
5: the country. If, if Harriet, Harriet the chariot.
0: Okay, chariot, like chariot. sort of chariots of fire, oh, maybe. Okay. Um, yes. Or, or yes. If you want to uh, put yourself as a little bit closer to Parliament? You could be the the House of Edge Lords. Um, because you've got very edgy.
1: Oh, actually, no, I I do like that. The House of Edge Lords, uh, though, it sounds a bit. You no, know, do you know what, Martin? I I don't know about that because it sounds makes me feel a bit like a sort of one of these, you know, these angry uh, uh, sort of thirty two year old men who yes make some good points, but they they swear a lot, don't they? And that's, that's not that's no- not what I do.
5: Oh, right, they're, 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 and they go on question time and, yes. and then end up trending for 27 consecutive weeks Yes, because they've said we should get well,
0: India back or
5: something. It's yeah, certainly exactly. a strong I mean, brand, you know,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: not one that I would buy, yeah. but I, it's out there if you want it. <laughs>
1: um, so we've gone off slightly off topic. So I guess just going back to your podcast, uh, can you can you – Tell, tell us, and obviously, I've, I've obviously I've listened to it. Um, I wouldn't be doing my research as a journalist if I didn't. But can you tell us what you do on your podcast?
5: Uh, well, there's a number of uh, there's a number of people who contribute to it. Yes. So uh, I, I sort of talk about what what is what on earth is going on. We try to work out what is what yes, is going what on. What is going on? And then we have guests. We've had all sorts of um, very Prominent guests on there. We've had Louis Theroux on there, and Victoria Corran and Jenny Eclair, and uh, Rosie Holt. I don't know if you've heard of her. We've had all these people yeah. on, and um, and then they sort of help me find out what is going on with the, the current craziness because I think this is the question most people are most people are asking. And then we get various other contributors. George Galloway comes on every week and oh uh, uh, what a wonderful
1: man you know i don't usually like the the very left but i think he's he's really yeah 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 he's really shown his true colors hasn't he like he's not afraid yeah, yeah. to to compromise he's not afraid to compromise yeah, and no, and make he's... unions with people that usually you know you'd think someone on the left wouldn't would touch with a barge pole but no he rubs shoulders with them very very
5: well this has been lovely harriet i've been I've been enjoying this so much. I think we should carry this on every week. Oh there's so many things that we can that we can put forward and at last, I mean in the old days of miserable uh, bureaucracy and sort of uh, old men running go, running the government, you come up with a genuinely radical idea and nobody will listen, but I think some of the things we've come up with, I can see them just going, yeah, we'll do that yes,
1: yes." I just, you know, what I've learned from this this whole experience talking to you, Mark, is don't judge a book by its cover. I yeah. was expecting, you know, a socialist man with a, an accent that he'd perfected over time, and actually, yeah. you've 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 really you've you've really won me over. Welcome to the Think Tank. Yeah, well, thank Welcome you. Welcome to the yeah, show. This
5: is, this is uh, yeah, yeah, because it's radical. It's radical thinking. Yes. See? left, right, don't make any difference.
1: Yes. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And and you and George Galloway are welcome
5: any Thank you very much. Um, I'm trying to think of some more now. I think we've, we've I mean... <laughs> oh, what about replacing ambulances with milk floats? Getting milkmen, right? Getting milkmen to actually double up as ambulance drivers. Think how much that would save. I mean... <sighs> Oh, me heart, me heart's giving. All right, mate, I can't go any faster.
0: They yeah, are brilliant. electric vehicles, I'm which would be actually quite uh, environmentally friendly as well. I mean, are you on board with that one, then, the Martin? We like. Do you like, do back, you like that one? No, you. You know if what? If we've won Martin over, we've won Martin over. Martin, hey, on, mate, can
5: you can you hop out and give do two two points to number thirteen? I've had an heart attack. Come on
1: yes oh, brilliant that's done good. sorted and it's great because we've won over the centrist uh which is martin yeah, yeah. so there we go i mean I, I mean unfortunately no one likes centrists um so that's <laughs> well,
5: it's not really it's much of a it. battle okay, but
1: um right, but you know we we will we'll take what victories we can get uh mark
5: what about fire engines doubling up as starbucks
1: Howard, can you that's explain like can you explain to me how that would work
5: well, so the fire the, to, to rate to pay for the fire service, the firefighters yeah. have a Starbucks at the back of the uh, at the back of the engine, and um, and they they can
1: like uh, a little come um and buy, and we could use ice cream vans as uh as um as ambulances or something because it's cold in there. Yeah, That's yeah. good, isn't it? When you're I don't know when you've got.
5: Well, interest. or as a, a A&E units.
1: Yes, yes. Come on, come on.
5: Because oh. they, they can be cauterised by the, the by a, um, a cornetto.
1: Yeah.
0: You were ask
1: Yeah. Double up, brilliant. Well, we've sorted it all. And also,
0: you could get a, a flake with it, with whatever <laughs> you know, whatever whatever elements uh, you have.
4: Yes, yeah. Like, yeah. Chew oh. on this for an
0: amputation. Chew on this
5: flake. Lovely. It's all going to happen.
1: Oh, brilliant. I mean, it, the future is bright. That's what I say. The future is bright. and I look forward to living through it. Mark Steele, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Well, that was the show. What a show. What a week, eh, Martin?
0: Uh, yes, and it, it's still ongoing, isn't it? I mean, there's more weeks to come. Who knows what will happen over... The weekend, oh, another. Prim- I don't, there's no point guessing.
1: No point guessing, but Martin, you know one thing people can do this weekend. Yes,
0: yes, they can, I do actually. They yes. they can um, go for a stroll with the No,
1: dogs. no, 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 Martin. No, they can write a review they and subscribe review. to our podcast. Yes. Yes, five, five stars, stars
0: please. That's nice little all note. That we're interested. Yeah, in. and um, leave a nice, a nice little note saying, "Oh, <laughs> I enjoy producer Martin's input. I'm glad that he's there, and maybe he should be paid more because there is." Martin, a Martin, Martin
1: I don't, I don't know why you, you sort of, you, you kind of strain the realms of believability when you talk about what they should write, and I, I think it confuses them. So I think we just put, write a nice review. Harriet is great. Five stars. With thanks to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, William Seabag Montefiore, Pippa Evans, Ed Morrish, and special guest Mark Steele. We'll be back next week for some more
0: non censored.